Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. <laughs> I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking stems. No, just kidding. <laughs> Excuse me. In the bong, we are gonna we are smoking some color cannabis space cakes. It is. Let's see here. 23.8% THC. It's got a terpene profile of caryophyllene, limonene, linalool, myrcene, and a couple other terpenes. It literally just says other terpenes. <laughs> okay, and so in the joint, we're smoking uh, Northberry Up 20 by Up. It is an indica. They're both indicas. Um, and... This Northberry stuff is 23.8% as well. It's got 0.1% CBD. And there is a terpene profile on this. Where is it? Oh, maybe this one is the one without it. This one doesn't have the terpene profile written on it. But it is delicious. I really liked it. Uh, it's got a nice fruity flavor. I smoked it the other day. Because if you watched the last episode, you found out that I'm working at a dispensary now. So I'm qualified, baby. Qualified to talk about all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're having a good Friday. Thank you for joining me at 4.20 p.m. to start your weekend off right. And yeah, I hope you had a good week. I hope you enjoy, or you're enjoying life and everything's been good to you. This week, I wanted to talk about a couple things. Um, well, most of it comes from having, being at work, right? And starting this new, uh, bud tender job. I really enjoy it. I'm pretty sure that I'm awesome at weed. <laughs> That's what I've decided. Uh, I know a lot more than I thought I knew. Um, and it's really fun to spend most of your day talking to people about weed, what's in weed, how weed works, what it'll do to you and all these things and, uh, how, THC content isn't necessarily, you know, the big deal that it should be because like I said before in many of these podcasts, you know, I've smoked 30% uh, THC strains that have not got me as high as some 15% THC strains. So it's totally the cultivation of the plant, I believe, and I believe it more so now that I get to learn about it and be around it and, you know, talk to growers and other people that have grown in the past and, you know, know their stuff. Excuse me. It is pretty awesome. I'm super happy about that. Um, and it's been good. And it's been kind of an eye-opener to me. It's been an eye-opener in the fact that, like, I realize that um, I know way more than, like I said, than I thought I did. But I also geek out, I think, more than most people over weed. Like, my first day there, I had a conversation with somebody about how, just how to roll a joint better so that it doesn't canoe on you and it doesn't go all, uh, you know, squirrely when you light it. Um, I've talked to people about why they like the flavor versus the high. Like, there's a couple people that I, w I was able to speak to that they want to get high, but, like, it's got to taste like candy, which I kind of understand, but the ultimate goal of smoking any weed is that you get high right so like sometimes you're buying stuff that you want because it tastes good but well I guess everybody's taste is a little bit different I guess everybody likes something different but like I like the candy stuff for sure the stuff that tastes like candy like I've said the um dabs that I do uh I like the what are the, what is it OG chem dog OG chem dog by um 
It's a live resin by San Rafael. And it's really good because it tastes like you're smoking candy. That's awesome. But at the same time, like, I like the flower that has a little bit different, like, different flavors. I like a variety of things. I don't just like, you know, one thing. And it started to make me pay more attention. Like, knowing this about myself and then hearing this from other people, it started to make me pay attention to uh, how other people view weed. Because I don't necessarily think when I'm talking to somebody that I'm geeking out over weed. It's just stuff that I know and I enjoy talking about it, right? But not everybody is on that level, man. <laughs> not everybody wants to hear about why the terpenes will do this or what terpenes do that. No, some people don't give a shit about that. And it really kind of surprises me because the more that I get into weed or the longer that I've been smoking weed, the more that I get into it, the more I... The more I really pay attention to how I get high, right? And like what happens when I get high. So that if somebody asks me about weed, just in my daily life, <laughs> or if I'm looking for a new strain to try, you know, I, I like to pay attention to how it affects me in all these different areas, you know? And so I take note, like mental note of what's going on through my ride of highness, right? And um, not many people do that, I guess. A lot of people just go, yeah, it gets me high or they'll settle and say like, well, this is good enough. It's cheap. But like, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. There's an abundance of people that buy pre-rolls and like, I don't understand why you're buying pre-rolls. I mean, I do to a certain extent. I get the fact that it's easy. It's already rolled. You're paying like, you know, five, six, seven bucks, maybe 10 bucks for a good joint. Get you high. Sure. But I don't know if a lot of people realize, but like, that's not the bud, man. That is, if you're buying a pre-roll, okay, you're buying, and I didn't learn this from working at a store. I learned this because I was interested. So this is kind of my point. I geek out on shit. So I found out and learned, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of other people know this, but I learned that the pre-rolls that you have, that you buy are just the trim. So there's still like THC on the weed because of the trichomes and whatnot, but it's all the trim that comes off the buds that you get in the packages that aren't pre-rolled. <laughs> it is essentially that, like it's a, it's all the shake on the table. They pick out all the buds and then they wipe this thing into a garbage bag or a bag of some kind or dump it into like an automatic roller or whatever and then it gets rolled, right? It's not that you're getting buds taken off the plants and some dudes are sitting around <laughs> cutting up the buds, breaking them all up, rolling it, and then, you know, you have this bud made, this, this from a bud joint. No, you're getting the shake and the scrapings. So I was talking to somebody and I said, like, do you always buy a pre-roll? And they were saying, yeah, I always buy the pre-roll. I said, why do you buy the pre-roll? Because in my my theory is that you're going to get a better high, a better bud, a longer lasting everything. Like the weed will last longer, it's fresher for longer, um, and it'll smoke, you know, it'll, it, you, it gets you high for longer if you get it in a bud. If you get the pre-rolled joints, I, I always looked at them as like, they were always harsh. They weren't that, they didn't have that much flavor. They were a little bit stale, not in terms of like mold or anything like that, but they just didn't. They didn't do it for, it wasn't like getting a butt, right? So I was talking to this, to somebody about this and they were saying, but I don't want to roll anything. 
I just want to buy a pre-roll joint and I want to, I want to smoke it and then that's it. I don't want to do any work for it. And I can understand how you can want to look at things that way when you're smoking weed, or especially if you're like new to smoking weed now that it's legal in Canada. But I don't understand why you wouldn't go the one step up and buy the better product because the better, the bud itself will maintain itself longer because it's dense as opposed to just a leaf that's been on the table for like even 24 hours. Cause as soon as weed touches light and the trichomes touch light, they start to degrade. Now, as soon as you roll that weed, right. And it's in a joint and it's sitting there, there's paper on it. It starts to degrade even more to the point where possibly not always, I don't know. Cause I don't buy pre-rolls, but possibly that pre-roll is fully dried out and it tastes like you're smoking sticks, right? Whereas with a bud, the bud can even get a little bit dry. Um, but it still has kind of a taste to it. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I started to notice that. So I started questioning people on like why they smoke weed and why they pick the things that they pick when they smoke weed. And it was fascinating to me. It's fascinating because I like to roll my own joints. I don't like to have, you know, a rolling machine or anything like that. I like using certain, yeah, I like using glass tips because glass tips are the way to go. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so it surprises me that so many people go for the pre-rolled when I think that you can get like you, if you get a pack of what, 10 pre-rolls at 3.35 mil, uh, 0.35 grams, then what you have, a, you have three and a half grams in a joint, right? But none of that is, but it's all the cutoff. <laughs> it's all the trim. So yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of surprising and shocking to me. So what I had to do was I had to start learning what pre-rolls were available because I'm like, well, if I'm going to, if I'm going to recommend pre-rolls, which I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to recommend anyway, right? Which ones would I recommend? So I had to figure out which ones were, uh, which strains were similar to the ones that I was already smoking, right? And, or had already tried. So that way I knew that at least from you know that producer that weed was going to be good even if it was just the trim off the plant so it was kind of the thing but i would i would never on a regular basis buy pre-rolls i think i've done that a couple times when i've been on vacation and you know, like you just have to walk into a shop you don't want to carry around a bunch of weed so you just grab a dube and hit it you know so i get that but yeah they've never been as good as the flower the flower has always been better i think that's just my opinion though now, having said that, here's something that is kind of amazing to me as well. <laughs> this is more on like a personal level. This is on a hygiene level. I've been in my house for a long time, around three, you know, around three kids, pretty much primarily this whole like pandemic situation. <laughs> okay. And having gotten back out and being out more with, you know, Instacart and things opening up and more people being around. <laughs> I forgot how important <laughs> and how like how important it is to maintain good hygiene okay <laughs> and I've also started to notice that like everybody's fallen into this spot of where like I don't have to go anywhere so like there's a new stink <laughs> 
there's a new stink to life, you know, as things open back up. <laughs> and I've noticed that. So I was doing this thing one day, right? And I'm walking around and I happen to be around a few people. And I'm talking to one of these people that I'm around, okay? And as we're talking, I don't notice anything. We're sitting like, you know, maybe a couple feet apart, okay? And as we talk, we start to get closer. And this person steps closer and closer as they're talking to me. Then we finish talking and this person walks away. Dude, I smelt the stankiest fart shit smell <laughs> that I've ever smelt in my fucking life. Okay, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, is that me? That's how bad it was. I thought it was me at first. I'm like, dude, did I just shit myself and I don't know? <laughs> like, what happened here? So, I'm kind of like walking around smelling myself like, dude, I don't want anybody to smell. I need to go home and change and shower and shit if that's me. I couldn't, I know that sometimes when you stink, you get accustomed to your stink, right? So you don't notice your stink and it's hard to pick out your stink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I thought like, well, maybe I'm just comfortable. Anyway, I'm walking around doing a thing and then me and this person come back together and talk again and then boom, there's that stink again. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because when I tell you this was stink, I don't mean this was like, oh, I farted, haha, smells a little like beans. I'm telling you, this smelt like shit. <laughs> no lie. It smelt, okay. It smelt like if you had only taken, like if you had wiped your ass like twice. So like the, there was still a little bit, like you wipe your ass and then you smear the shit up your crack and then you wipe it one more time and, but not clean it completely. You know what I'm saying? And then you're like, well, I'm good. Pull up your pants. And you move on with your day. That's the kind of smell that it smelled like. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if I go out of the house, if I go out of the house and I haven't showered or like changed clothes or things like that, I'm going to pick my kids up at the bus stop or I'm going over to their mom's house to see them or I'm, you know, I'm not going to a store. I'm not going to a place. <laughs> I need to be at least fresh when I go to a place, right? So whenever I leave for an extended period of time, I tend to have shower. I tend to wash my ass. <laughs> if I take a shit, I wipe it first and then I wash it. <laughs> okay. And I move on with my day knowing that I smell good. And then, you know, things you could get. I understand like sweat. Like I understand body odor in terms of you've been walking around all day or you've been doing stuff all day. You haven't really sat down. You got a little bit of a, you know, an armpit stink at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I totally understand that. But to smell like you smeared shit up your back, <laughs> up your ass crack and up your back fucking baffles me. How do you not know? How do you not notice that? Like I've farted before and, and been like, okay, this smells. And then the fart goes away and I move a little bit and it smells again. And I'm like, wait, did I shit? Did I shart? <laughs> you know? And I've gone and checked myself. This person, I guess, left the house thinking like, dude, I'm clean. Look at me. I'm fly, blah, blah, blah. And then, nope, you smell like a shit streak because <laughs> that's what's riding up your back right now. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. 
excuse me. I couldn't, I got, <coughs> oh, dude, <coughs> a piece of weed went to the back of the throat there. Oh, man. I was just about to say, oh, excuse me, that had to be, that had to be done. Dude, whoa. <laughs> All right, back to the story. I just caught a little weed through that. Oh, some weed popped through the little filter and right to the back of the throat. Didn't even have a chance to stop it. Dude, that was fucking horrible. Oh, all right, we're good. So yeah, so I can't believe that somebody could leave the house like that and be around people. I want to get close to people and be like, you know, how do you not notice? I don't know. Then I started thinking like, okay, so that's something that like never got taken care of as a kid. You know, that hygiene part <laughs> where like you wash yourself completely clean. The dirt has to come all the way off, you know? So then I thought to myself, <coughs> I wonder if, you know, because there's people are like that. I've met many other people like that. I had a guy at a golf course that I worked at. Dude would come in, he had a giant hole up the crotch of his fucking shorts. And he would sit with his legs splayed out wide, <laughs> pointing his crotch at you while he ate his lunch on the side of a bunker. Like, people are fucked, man. <laughs> and hygiene, for guys especially, it surprises me. But so many guys don't understand hygiene and how to keep yourself clean. Did you know that guy, that dudes, like, some dudes, maybe you're one of these dudes, <laughs> but some dudes... Wash, don't wash their feet. They let gravity take care of it. I don't remember what they call it, but essentially they clean themselves all up with the soap, right? But do, 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 do. And they get to their shins and they stop at their ankles. And they're like, I don't clean my feet. The soap runs over my feet. My feet are already in water. They're clean. No, they're not, man. <laughs> you got to clean your shit. You got to run that soap all across you. I feel like I have to tell people. I'm a dad. I feel like I have to dad some people here. I don't know why... <laughs> I don't know how it escapes you to not smell like shit or look like you've rolled in shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave the house, be fresh, be clean, get down with life, man. <laughs> I can't handle it. And the fact that it was so bad a stink that it made me question my own hygiene. That is incredible. <laughs> I know what I did before I left the house. I showered, I shaved, I brushed my teeth. I cleaned my clothes, I put on my deodorant, I did the normal shit you would do. <laughs> Not that dude. <laughs> that dude decided, fuck it world, you get to smell my asshole today. <laughs> and like I said, I could, I, can, I could get down with and be okay with, you know, you've been working all day, so now you have a little B.O. stink. I get that. Deodorant doesn't always last all the time. <laughs> especially depending on what you're doing. And if you haven't had a chance to, you know, go home before you went out in public and change, I totally get that. But to smell like you shat your pants is not cool, man. Not even kinda. <laughs> so those are the two things that I learned this week. Being out amongst the people again. <laughs> because COVID has kept me locked up for two years. So I don't know. Maybe I'm like, we social interaction like, I love social interaction. So it's been super fun working at the dispensary. I get to talk to people to people all day about weed. And I get to just, like, shoot the shit. You know what I mean? It's a fun-ass job, dude. And I think that, like, this podcast has helped me in the knowledge and learning it 
to know what I'm talking about without having to second guess myself or worry that I didn't get some training right or some of that shit. I'm always up to date on weed shit, man. <laughs> it's awesome. So yeah, so I'm totally, I'm totally in a good vibe right now. I hope you're in a good vibe and I hope you're enjoying this sesh, baby. <laughs> Cheers to you guys for sticking with me and coming back. Because uh, I know I didn't put out an episode last week or a session episode last week. Um, but I felt like I was getting away from what I was doing originally. And I wanted to. Not because of the Arnold thing. I think that shit's funny. I do that any day for you. <laughs> if you think it's hilarious, I'll do more. I don't care. I can put him in all kinds of different scenarios. I love that guy. I love the mentality. I watch everything he does. Anyway, that's not the point. So last week I took the week off to uh, sort of, you know, refocus what I, what my goal was with this whole thing, because like I said, I thought I was, I think I was getting away from it a little too much, and then work got into a work got in the way a little bit because it didn't give me a lot of time to record. I like I said, I'm spending you know hours on end talking about weed, standing, walking around, moving around that I haven't been doing. I'll be honest with you, I've been sitting on my fucking ass. <laughs> I've been kind of enjoying life, <coughs> maybe a little too much, but yeah. So now that I'm up and out and doing shit. Um, it, it, I was too tired and I couldn't do it and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to just push an episode out. So I wanted to make sure that I was focused and I had some shit to tell you, <laughs> even if it's dumb shit, because what are we doing here? We're having a smoke shit. So bleh, bleh. we're flatlining. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> we're having a smoke sesh, baby. And we got to talk about all kinds of different things. And it surprised me as well. The level of knowledge and the difference in the level of knowledge of the people that um, are in the weed industry because some people I think are in it just because they think it's cool and they don't necessarily learn the background and the depth of what it is and what it does they just oh I could get high man <laughs> you know like I don't know I'm not in it for that I'm in it for the enjoyment the enjoyment of talking about weed being around weed discovering new weed because you could get from your customers, you could, they'll tell you, hey man, you should try this, I like this. Or you can ask them, why do you like that so much? Does it taste good? What's the deal? How high do you get? What's it like? You can get all kinds of different information about weed. And you're always talking about weed. And you know what the most fun part is? Is that it's legal in Canada to do this, right? So it's legal to talk about weed at work and without the feeling of, or not legal, but it's okay to talk about weed at work without any repercussions, man. You can talk about how high you got the other day, how many joints you smoked. People, like, if you did that at any other job, they would be like, okay, um, Justin, we got to talk to you here. Uh, we can't have this weed talk everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just something exhilarating about it. Plus, it's a new industry. It's early on. And um, it's going to evolve. And it seems really cool. And like I said, I've wanted to be in it for a while. So now I got my foot in the door, baby. I'm a big toe. <laughs> I'm in, the, I'm in the big toe room. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> but I'm happy that I'm there. I'm happy that I'm doing this. And I'm happy that I get to give you some weed facts, baby. Now, these weed facts this week, because, um, I don't know, I just felt like it. I thought they should be funny ones. Or, like, ones that aren't necessarily about, like, how much weed people smoked and stuff like that. So here's some random weed facts that I think you guys might like. This is from healthcarepackaging.com. It's called uh, Cannabis Fun Facts by the Numbers. 
<laughs> I'll put it on tots420.com under uh, the weed facts link in the menu and you can look it up. So weed fact number one. In 2017, sales of medical and recreational cannabis in the U.S. were nearly nine times higher than the sales of Oreo cookies. Now, as a pothead <laughs> and an Oreo cookie lover, <laughs> okay, I would have thought those numbers would probably be even because potheads will smoke, will smoke, <laughs> will eat Oreos. <laughs> So I figure every joint bought would equal a package of Oreos. Nope, nine times higher. That in 2017 anyway. The sales of medical recreational cannabis in the U.S. were nine times higher than the sales of Oreo cookies. Come on, potheads, get on it. Get your Oreo cookies. <laughs> Weed fact number two. The average medical cannabis user spends $136 per transaction. Uh, Sorry. Well, let me do that again. The average medical cannabis user spends $136 per transaction and makes a purchase every 10 days. Dude. I believe it. I've seen how much people buy now. But you can also tell who knows what they're doing and who doesn't. But yeah, people buy lots sometimes. Recreational, uh, weed fact number three. Recreational users purchase every 14 days, recreational users purchase every 14 days and spend $49 per transaction. But I wonder if that's because, you know, those people are just paying money out of pocket and do medical cannabis users get like a break? Like, do they get, you know, so like, do they get money for having to buy it? So I don't know. If it's supplemented, that's still a lot of money. But medical users might need it more, right? So you would have to buy it more often. Makes more sense. And you'd have to buy more at a time. Because if you're a medical user, you're probably smoking it more often than just a recreational user. Unless you're Snoop Dogg. And then, good luck. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, I thought those facts were cool. I like the Oreo one. Now I'm going to try and buy Oreos every time I get high. So that we can bring up those numbers. Even though I'm not in the US. But somehow it'll help you. <laughs> So not only did I look up some goofy weed facts, but I looked up some, what are these? Stop blowing smoke up my ass facts. <laughs> Dude, for real. Let me show, let me tell you, okay? I, my dude button never works, man. <laughs> I've got some facts that I can't remember what, how they work because I'm really high right now. I hope you're high. Hope you enjoyed them. I hope you're enjoying the sesh. Oh my God. Dude, it just hit me. How are you doing? Happy Friday. <laughs> or whatever day it is for you. Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> but dude. For real. I've got these facts. These do for real facts from BuzzFeed.com. It's called Stop Blowing Smoke Up My Ass. It's about... Let me see here. I'll see if I can find... If I wrote down... If I was smart. If, if Sober Justin helped Hi Justin... We're about to find out. <laughs> so, these are... Oh, facts from... Oh, these are just random facts that people think are true or, or maybe not. So, here we go. Dude for real fact number one. <laughs> Here's something that people didn't know or maybe thought. I'm not sure. But, witches 
stole penises and kept this is what, oh yeah this is what people think and repeat to be true but are not true ha ha i broke through the high baby <laughs> all right so dude for real fact number one people used to think that witches stole penises and kept them as pets that's right <laughs> Witches are described as having the ability to make men's penises vanish. <laughs> the witches <laughs> would then keep the dismembered penises in nests and feed them oats like little veiny horses. <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> People thought that. This is from BuzzFeed.com. And I'll put this on uh, Tots420, Tots420.com, and look for uh, Dude For Real in the menu. Do for real fact number two, or two for real, I thought this was number two. <laughs> so people believe that you could cure an illness with a tobacco enema. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. During the 1700s, tobacco smoke enemas were used to treat a whole range of conditions, including headaches, stomach cramps, and even death. <laughs> if you were sick or unconscious, during this time, it's likely your doctor's first instinct would be to take out a tube and a lighter and start filling your butt with smoke. <laughs> People thought that. It's incredible. I can't remember if that one's true or not. I don't think it is. It might be, though. We're pretty stupid. <laughs> do for real fact number three. This one has to do with sperm. <laughs> oh... What did I write on this? Oh my god. Used, people used to believe... Oh, okay. Wait, who was it? Shoot. Okay, so people used to believe... Do for real fact number three. I've done that three times, haven't I? <laughs> used, people used to believe that sperm looked like teeny tiny little dudes. That's right. They thought sperm were not little like whoop whoop whoops. They were like little bitty dudes strutting through like the fucking Roman army or some shit, <laughs> right? So pre-formationism pre was another of Aristotle's theories. He claimed that inside each human sperm was a tiny person. And inside that tiny person was more people sperm, more people sperm, more people as sperm, <laughs> right? <coughs> so <coughs> for example, sperm equaled Russian dolls. Every time you open up a sperm, there's more little bitty sperms <laughs> that are people. So what's more, they believe, uh, yeah, he believed this embryonic sperm was all that was needed to generate life. He also believed, or this, he believed that the woman was just the oven and the resulting baby took 100% of its characteristics from the man. Dude, how wrong can you be? <laughs> I made babies. Or I helped. <laughs> that is not the case. There are no marching people spermies. But yeah, so that's that's the other thing that they used to think. <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> so yeah. We always have these weird, crazy ideas about like everything. And eventually, as time goes on, we learn that, like, no, nah, that's not exactly the case, right? And I hope that people learn, eventually, as this whole, like, weed thing becomes more and more legit everywhere, 
that pre-rolls, as quick and easy as they are, should be your gateway to trying the bigger buds, man. So you get the better flavor, dude, because what you're smoking in a pre-roll is a tough one, you know? And again, that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that I don't think you should have it because you can taste it differently than I do. Our whole makeup is different and this plant reacts differently with everybody. So I'm not the king of weed or anything like that. And I don't say that I am. I just really enjoy weed and I'm surprised that so many people go to pre-rolls. I also am surprised at how many people don't bathe. <laughs> Incredible to me. Amazing. <laughs> So these are my thoughts off the step for this week. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you come back next week. Join me, Justin Peroni, on Thoughts Off the Stem at 4.20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube. Where else? Did I say Spotify? Yeah, everywhere. Good Pods, Podchaser, Stitcher. Wherever you get a podcast, it's out there. Check out Tots420.com. Get yourself some merch. New hoodie, t-shirt, support the show. If you're enjoying what I'm doing, donate. I've got a buy me a coffee link. You can check that out on tots420.com in the menu under buy me a coffee. <laughs> that would be excellent. I'd be very appreciative. And yeah. What else? That's it. You know why? It's the weekend. It's time to move on and have a good time. So I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you got really high. I hope you enjoyed your weed. And until next time, keep your lids low, baby.